guys, welcome to this week's edition of Maroon and Bold. We're going to be talking about some CMU club hockey and how a uh, local student created and run uh, network has helped build the brand. Talk some Western Michigan football and CMU rivalry this week, and also some uh, preseason women's basketball. Sports editor Colin Logson, joined by as always by uh, assistant sports editor How's Dylan Dylan Getz. Dylan, what's going on, man? Uh, I'm doing good. It's it's a good day today. Near nearing the uh, the weekend, so everybody's looking forward to that as always, right? That's right. Um, had a good day. Had a good paper come out today, so we're real real excited for a hockey story. Yeah. Yep. One of our uh, biggest issues we've had so far. It's obviously got a lot to talk about. We'll uh, dive right in. The hockey story, everybody seems to be talking about, at least everybody mm-hmm. we talked to is yeah. talking about. Hopefully the rest of campus is kind of Yeah, so our, so our cover story this week was about how the Chippewa Hockey Network, which is a student-run and created uh, organization that broadcasts all uh, CMU club hockey. CMU club hockey, hockey, they have three teams. They have a Division two team, Division three team, and then a women's, women's team, yeah. actually. Um, but all of these teams are broadcasting, and they're kind of brought to – they're made popular by the Chippewa Hockey Network, which is uh, run by Sean Bednard and Tyler Marcotti, I think it's per- yeah, I think, I think it's so. announced. Yeah. Um, but these two guys, they started the Chippewa Hockey Network, and now um, you know they've won pl- plenty of awards for it, and they get to broadcast all the hockey games, whether it's away or at home. Yep. And yep. they really brought a lot of hype to. Uh, Hockey at CMU, which is kind of weird, yeah, since yeah. there's not a varsity team. No, no Division One team, but you would swear there was by the uh, the crowds that reportedly always go to the oh, games. Yeah. You know, even the Division Three team and the women's team seem to sell out. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. It has a lot to do with this creation of this Chippewa Hockey Network. I mean, it's just crazy that students who were turned down by professional mm-hmm. organizations thought of their own idea to bring hockey here. You know, they um they they broadcast all the games, they do all the reporting, yeah, they write stories, they do everything for this team, and it's all student created and run. So that's just pretty crazy. Yeah, the it's really amazing like how much they do. Like there's there's quotes from there from past coaches and coaches now about how much the Chippewa Hockey Network kind of helped them, help the teams, uh, you know, kind of get get popular, and everybody everybody knows where they're at now and knows what they're doing. Yeah, uh, it, it's kind of a quote. There's a quote from uh, Sean Bednard, who was one of the um, students who founded the the um, <laughs> Chippewa Hockey Network, and he yep. said, we, we quit our jobs and drained our <coughs> bank accounts just so we could start something for a club hockey team. That's and I right. think that, like, epitomizes the whole story right there. Oh, like, yeah. that quote really, like, puts it in context. Like, these guys work really hard, you know, to get the Chippewa Hockey Network going. Yeah. And it showed off. <laughs> it's really a match made in heaven because the hockey team, you know, the – they do a lot for the school, you know, they do have a good fan base, but they kind of need something else to help broadcast them, have more people know about them. Mm-hmm. And these kids, you know, they love hockey. They needed a team that they could, you know, that they could follow, yeah, that they yeah. could, you know, expand their own professional horizons with. So right, really it exactly. just works perfectly with those two together. And uh, hopefully hockey just keeps growing bigger and bigger. Maybe one day, maybe one day we'll get a Division One team. Who yeah, knows? maybe one. I mean, that that's real expensive, and they're going to need some money from somewhere to build an ice arena. But hey, hey donors, we're we're calling yeah, you hey, out. Donors, Help us out. Yeah, hey, hockey fans. Hey, George Ross, you know, you just got a huge. <laughs> yeah. Was that your fifth straight year with the Rays? Why don't you right. donate some of that to hockey? <laughs> there you go. Get this ice arena yeah. in Mount Pleasant. There you that's go. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, James Paxson, our newest, one of our newest reporters, did a great job with that. So mm-hmm. awesome! Really story. proud of him awesome for that story. It was great. Yeah. Moving on, uh, next thing we're probably going to talk about is Western Michigan, uh, Western Michigan game this week for football rivalry week. Uh, yeah. Game's going to be on November second, which is a Wednesday next week. Um, 
I think it's at what APM. APM at sure. Waldo yeah. Stadium in Kalamazoo. Uh, yep, in Kalamazoo. So this one's a big one <laughs> for CMU. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they it wasn't looking too good before, but now they have a they have a really good chance to to win this game because Western starting quarterback John Wan John Wasink, I think it is. Yeah, Wasink. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, he broke his collarbone in the last game in the fourth quarter. Uh so CMU's defense is going to be going up against a uh, freshman QB. His backup, his name is Reese Goddard, but um, he presents a little bit of a different skill. Talking about him at practice actually yesterday morning, he presents a little bit of a running dynamic at yeah. the quarterback position, which is um, CMU struggled struggled with that, you know, in previous games this season. But he he is not as experienced. So oh, I think yeah. CMU is definitely <laughs> going to look to take advantage of that. Yep. Uh, Colin, talk a little bit more about this game against WMU this week. Gosh, I mean, it's it's an absolute must win for CMU. Mm-hmm. Talk about a rivalry. It's been completely one-sided the last few years. You know, mm-hmm. P.J. Fleck came in, totally flipped the script. I think CMU had won like 7 of 8 before he got there. Mm-hmm. Since, I think Western's won 5 of 6. Yep. I believe they won like the last three in a row. Last year, obviously, it was 49 to 10. <laughs> At Kelly Short's Mount Pleasant. It was supposed to be the game of the year, and Western came in here right. and just rolled the boat all over them. This year, CMU has to win it. You know, um, two and two in conference, four and four overall. It's a game they really need to win. I get, I think now it's a game they really have a great chance. Yeah, it's no uh, no Zach Terrell from last year, no Corey Davis, mm-hmm. and now even the backup quarterback's gone. Now you go up and see a freshman. You know, PJ Fleck. This is mm-hmm. Tim Lester's first go around in the rivalry. Yep. I think CMU has a great chance. Shane Morris obviously will have to come up big. Defense will have to get a couple turnovers. I think CMU is going to pull this this pull this game out. Yeah, and I think it's going to tot- it's going to be the legacy defining one for Bonamingo so far. Yeah, I think definitely I I agree with that. If he wins this game, it'll be this season's highlight and probably the highlight of the last two seasons. A highlight know. of Bonamingo's career so far. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say so too. Be. I mean, even bigger than Oklahoma State just because it's a conference and it's a yeah, huge rivalry. Yeah, that was nice, but it doesn't what does it do for you really? Yeah, I mean, this one since it is the in-state rivalry, like <laughs> we we're talking we we're talking about Bonamingo actually at practice, and we asked. Uh, we asked the question if Shane Morris, it's his first year at CMU, but does he know like the intensity of this matchup and this rivalry? Yeah. And uh, Bono kind of compared it to like Michigan and Ohio State's rivalry, even oh, yeah. though that one's not in state. But yeah. he said it's you know the same kind of feel you know on a on a smaller um, scale on a smaller scale. Yeah. But it's definitely like uh, Evan, another one of our reporters, he talked to Shane about this, and he said, yeah. uh, you know. Only being here for so long, he doesn't necessarily like understand the full rivalry. But he he said, you know, since all the guys hate Western, he hates Western too. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So <laughs> it's kind of hard not to if you go right. to see him. Well, even right? a student, you come here as a freshman. You're right. day one. You're taught you hate the Broncos. You yeah, know? day the, one. Buck the Broncos. Yeah. As we always <laughs> yep. like to say, we, we don't like them. You know, if we could, we could go against them in a chess match and it'd be heated. Oh yeah, so it we would don't be like nuts. them. They, don't, they sure as heck don't like us. Yeah. It's gonna be a fun time. I know I'm going with Andy McDonald and a photographer. Yeah, you unfortunately have to stay back, but you'll be watching on oh, national wa- TV, ESPN two, t- yep. some midweek action. Heck oh, that's yeah. gonna be a fun time, and hopefully, hopefully we can pull it out because you know it makes for great, makes for better coverage for us. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's it'd be uh, nice to see the students pumped. So it, it's really exciting. Uh, Bono said they're not gonna get into actual like game preparation and studying Western until Friday, but just a little cool anecdote. You were telling me about it yesterday at practice, Colin. Uh, Bono was out there 
being pretty intense and, yeah. and uh, <laughs> working with the guys. He was trying to, what was he doing? Was he, he slapping had, the he ball? He had pads over his hands and they were working on ball security drills. So they'd run through the pads and have to hold on, not fumble. <laughs> He'd be standing at the end if they get to the pads and try to punch it out. Yeah. So obviously he doesn't want to break his hands. So he has these huge, like three foot long pads on each hand yeah. trying to punch it out. After a while, he's not even going for the ball. He's beating him over the head, beating him in the leg. <laughs> uh, Brandon Childress is out for an in- out with an injury right now. Was dying on the sideline. Yeah. He's cracking up. But you could tell just, Bono wasn't laughing though. He was dead serious. Oh, he's yeah. like, you can't turn the ball over in this game. Mm-hmm. You could tell the guys were all yelling. You know, they were pumped yeah, up. Yeah, it's usually you can tell when it's rivalry week for sure. Yeah, usually this week is always you know a heightened week for intensity in practice, just intensity in general. Um, CMU they they really do not like even when talking to Bono in practice. He did not even mention the name Western. He did not say Western Michigan Sounds like a University. former uh, Michigan coach. <laughs> it sounds like Brady Hoke. Yeah, yeah it sounds just yeah. like Brady Hoke. Like he did not State. say WMU. And and yeah. I, at the end I asked him, I was like, so is that like an unwritten rule around here? You guys aren't supposed to say Western or something? And he's just... No, we don't really we don't really uh have something like that. He just said, I really just don't like saying it. Yeah, <laughs> and I right. think that's that just, right. being dead yeah, honest. <laughs> I love that, it. Uh, I love that it. That definitely puts that in context about yeah, how, yeah. how how much these right. teams really do want to beat each other. So yeah, and I was talking to a senior wide receiver Corey Willis in practice yesterday and he's he's uh he hasn't beaten Western since his uh, redshirt freshman year. Yeah. So since he's played last three years, hasn't beaten him. You know he's gonna go out, be fired up. Three touchdowns last week. He's gonna have to big game. Have to have a big game too. And he knew about that too. Mm-hmm. He knows about that. He knows he has to come up big. He's confident though. Heck you can yeah. tell what talking to Corey Willis when he's confident. When uh, <laughs> you, you yeah, he's always a confident guy. He always wants to make sure make sure everybody knows yeah. that he's one of the best guys out yeah. there. So. But there's a lot of seniors go. on this team. A lot of guys yet to beat Western. This mm-hmm. would put you know just a great cap on their career. And for Bono, you know, this game means everything. Yeah. I think they I think emotion wise, they're gonna ride that into the game with Western's backup being in there. I say they pull it out. I'm gonna go 28-21. Right 28 well, What are you thinking so far? Uh, I, I didn't come up with I didn't I wasn't prepared. Didn't come up with a uh I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> didn't come up with a prediction yet. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say maybe <laughs> maybe 34-28. I'm gonna say CMU. Ah, you got Chippewa fans. <laughs> yeah, I had that to. Means, that means we're losing for sure. Then if we both pick CMU, to win. so <laughs> yeah. you guys you can blame us if uh, we end up yeah, losing a wall though next yeah. week. But hopefully um, a lot of CMU fans will make the journey out there too. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that should be it should be a fun one. I, I know a few people that are going. So yeah, yeah. Um, All right yeah, for our, for our last topic, we'll uh, talk dive into women's basketball a little bit. They got their season opener coming up. The Fetty Mac champions, and once again, they're picked uh, by the voters as the preseason yep. champs for this year, both regular season and tournament. Dylan, what are, uh, what are we looking at with the women's team right now? So, they were, well, like you said, Colin, they were picked to win the, not only the regular season in the West Division, that championship, yep. uh, they were also picked to win the tournament. They got nine votes out of, and well, Ball State, Buffalo, and Western Michigan got one vote to win the tournament. Central Michigan got nine. Yep. So <laughs> heavy favorite once again. Yeah, heavy heavy favorites. Uh, they got Presley Hudson and Tina Armour coming back. They were both named to the preseason All Mac West Division team. Yep. Uh, Tina Armour, she defensive player of the year last year. She like, I think it was sixty four blocks that, that set a program record. Yeah. And, you know, she was just unbelievable. And now she's going to be in her senior year. Presley Hudson too. She was the one. Outscoring Marcus Keene every once in a while. That girl can shoot. Oh, yeah, she can score. Fun fact, I actually played against them at the sack last year in the fall. (laughs) Me and a bunch of guys not knowing who they were. Oh, we quickly learned who they were. Oh, yeah, They dominated us. Oh, yeah. We couldn't stop them. It was was, was cool. uh, She's been shown off so far in in the intra-squad, you know, the little maroon and gold game, that little battle they had. She looks good this year. Uh, Presley Hudson, junior lookout for 
Yep. Not her senior year yet, so she's only getting better. That's right. Um, she's running the point for them. She's last year she had playmaking and scoring skills, which you know is definitely needed. <laughs> Didn't she score forty points a couple times? Or yeah, she ever, yeah. She, ever she get to fifty or was it just forty? I think I think, I think her highest was like forty three, maybe. That's I think that's what it was. I mean, impressive. and still unbelievable yeah, for you know a, you know a college basketball game. Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty impressive though. They're gonna be they're gonna be real good this year. They're expected to be real good this year, and they were predicted um to be champions this year yep. i think well they were regular season champions last season then <laughs> they got bounced to western oh uh, we don't say and, that name remember oh it's yeah we don't say that name we don't we, say that. yep we got we we'll got bounced that in the team, first round that team down south yeah that hey that's what bono would tell you that team down south or that team down there that team out west i don't know it's like yeah. southwest yeah. that team southwest we don't talk about that, that. team down the road he would say <laughs> uh, anyway uh yeah they ended up losing in the first round of the tournament last year hopefully they can turn things around and you know make sure all their talent shows up to tournament play but they're looking really good this year yeah well Sue Guevara, you know running the show obviously and one win away from her 300th one win fact, away her from career. her 300th win um with her running the show you know the team's in good hands yeah one, the team maybe the best coach here at CMU one of the best in the business mm-hmm. I mean expect big things again yeah she knows how to coach team. for sure yeah uh, class act this as well. is a women's basketball team's 50th anniversary too so it's a special season for them yeah go they for call 300 themselves, team yeah. 50 yeah they call themselves team 50 which is pretty cool I love it Yep, I but, I'm excited uh, for, uh, for for some games at McGurk this year. Yep, but that's all we got for you. Um, once again, I'm Maroon and Bull, and we'll see you, see you back next week, and thanks for listening. Fire up chips. Fire up chips.